Well, welcome back to another episode of I Think You're Going Home. Hi, Scott. Hello, Marcus. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing very well, and people are blowing me up. Oh, they like oh, that it's so popular. I know. Actually, our Instagram is doing very good. And if you are not following it, you really should. Link in the description below. <laughs> well, this episode starts off um, with Ika going back. And who did they lose? Last week, they lost Swati. So it goes back to them just talking about like what happened. Romeo said he felt blindsided. Romeo? No, honey. Rockboy. Yes. Shit. My fuck. (laughs) Why can I not get his name right? Why can I not get his name right? No. Honestly, the first three episodes, you couldn't get Romeo's name right. So I'm just impressed that you said it correctly, even though you meant the wrong person. Romeo, if you're listening, I truly love you, but I just, I cannot... Apparently, I can't say your name right, and I'm mixing you up with a completely different person. (laughs) But yes, Roxroy felt blindsided. I just thought it was funny, because at one point, he was like, I really don't pick up on social cues. (laughs) Which is just so funny, because, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure we all as the audience have realized that he didn't pick up any kind of social cue. It took him how many episodes? Five? What day is it? What day is it? Day. The day? Oh, shit. You know, honestly, I kind of left. I just forgot what days. I see them, but I forget to write them down. Yeah, same. But he says that even though... It's only 26 days long, so... Yeah. He says that even though he felt betrayed, he understood what happened. Mm-hmm. So I think that was so, okay. Yeah. I don't think that he's going to make a big deal out of it. Whereas typically when that happens, the person can sometimes be a little salty. Exactly. Tori's whole just character. I know you love her. At the moment, she's kind of warming up to me, but the whole time Tori's behind Roxroy, she's just like, oh, really? Really? Huh? Perpetrate? I pick it up and she's a cute <laughs> I love it. That's why I like her. She reminds me of Courtney from China. Just maybe not <laughs> as likable as Courtney. From what I'm seeing on Reddit and Twitter, she has a pretty big fan base. See, yeah. what I see on social media is that a lot of people don't like her. Oh, we are on two separate sides of the internet. Then. I know. But as always, Tori still wants Roxroy gone, so we'll see how that works out. Mm. That's but never going to change until one of them goes home. That is very true. They bick, like, it's like they bicker like either a brother and sister, but they're step-siblings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or somebody forced into a, like an arranged marriage. Oh, pain. <laughs> the first one I can definitely relate to because my stepsister and I can pick her sometimes, or well, we used to when we were younger. But yes, I would agree with that though. It's not like I, I'm sure in Rock Store's mind, 
it's like father daughter bickering, but it really just comes across as like sibling bickering. Because in mm-hmm. his mind, all the youngins are babies. Exactly. But speaking about the bickering, Jonathan is having a little bickering match with Marianne. And even before that, he's just tired of both Marianne and Lindsay because apparently they talk. Oh, yeah. Now, mind you, it opens up on a rainy day and they're all kind of huddled. Yes, we know that yeah. Marianne can be like on 100 at all times. <laughs> but what else is there to do when it's raining? Like, you ain't going to go out in the rain. Oh, no, I'm totally with Jonathan on this. That would drive me absolutely insane. <laughs> I need some <laughs> silence. How the fuck do you talk that much? And Ooh, I was, I I was surprised that Lindsay mm-hmm. was keeping up, though. Yeah, I know. Because I really didn't think that she was that, like, super outgoing. And really didn't get that vibe up until this episode. Exactly. Omar is just sitting in the corner, just like kind of quiet. <laughs> Omar is just like, eh, okay, I'll just, I'll just stand here. But uh, Jonathan leaves, was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> he just needed some quiet. That would have been me. Been like, you know what? I'm gonna go sit out in the rain. I can't do this. Also, was it? I think it was really smart how they saved the spices from their last reward challenge because when it showed the clip of like them cooking the fish and they had spices, I was like, oh, they are smart. They kept that. Well, yeah. You keep everything. Anything that they give you, you ration that until you can't ration it anymore. (laughs) Especially in the current new era. They don't have rice. Fuck yeah, exactly. They're just like, you know, I'm a, if I got it, I'm going to keep it. You get two strands of rice. You get two strands of rice. I'm just going to like take the seawater and do something with it. But during the whole bickering and all, Marianne just senses that the argument that she had with Jonathan is going to spark for her to just be cut out if they ever go to tribal again. And she was right because Jonathan and Lindsay were just like, yeah, Marianne's next to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I definitely think that that's what would happen if they went to tribal. Marianne would go home. But it's actually, well, we won't get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we will come back to this. Yes. Later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And even though, like, I love Marianne, but, like, I was like, girl, like, you got to calm it down at some point. And he made a good point. He said, you know, me, a six foot four, 200 whatever pounds, just, like, yelling at the short girl. Like, yeah, he'd be seen as the bad guy. Yep. Absolutely. Unless there was going to be, like, a nicer way to say, hey, can we all just, like, stop talking for, like, two minutes? Mm-hmm. She you know, talks so much. She probably talks in her sleep. You know, I wonder how the car rides were with her. <laughs> if I was her sibling and she kept talking, I'd be in the car seat just like dead eyeing my mom. Just like, you're telling me that you pushed this one out? Really? Really, Barbara? Are you sure? Huh? The nerve of you. That's right. 
stop at McDonald's to get me a happy meal for my compensation for dealing with this. Now going to the Vati tribe, it kind of, I don't know, it all happened a little bit fast, but Mike is hoping for a merge. Mm-hmm. Aren't, aren't we all at this point? Literally. I think the amount of times I've seen someone post about saying, hey, you know, like how much are you going to bet that the merge is going to be this episode? How much is going to be that episode? Honestly, my predictions, I probably could have won some money. We're not one. Never mind. Yeah, we're not 100% at the moment. Yeah, But with the merge, um, or at least talk of the merge, High is saying he doesn't trust anyone other than Mike himself, but he knows he got, he knows that he has um, Lydia. Lydia. Yeah, he knows he has Lydia and he's gotten really he's, close with Mike. But he doesn't trust Chanel or Daniel. For However, I did, I did actually like his reasoning for um, who he would like to see go home first. Because it made sense. Because he was like, Daniel's so obvious. He's so visible. Like, you know what he is. And then he was kind of like, you know, Chanel's really guarded. You don't really know what her gameplay is. And exactly. so he, you know, he's targeting Chanel. It's kind of like, would you rather have a rattlesnake on your team or would you rather have a sloth the sloth doesn't move much it's not very dependable but the rattlesnake like you just you don't know their moves at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) never know when they're gonna strike but you gotta give it up for a high in lydia's friendship like in my mind i classify them as the goyles alliance lydia is talking about his shoulder and it makes a good point that Wait, Lydia talks about his shoulder yeah because he can't compete in physical challenges because of his shoulder but he can go out fishing oh that's right Daniel I forgot about that <laughs> I also didn't catch on what episode did they say that he was going to sit out because of his shoulder I thought yeah, they put they that did. back in. I thought they put that back in his uh, socket. Is he just like absolutely terrified to compete? More than likely, because they said that if it happens again, like he'll be out. Well, and I guess um, the reason why he does sit out so much is that he's in fear of it, just like coming out again. Okay. But, I th- but I think Mike said it best that. At this moment, the entire team is carrying Daniel because he's dead weight. Like, mm-hmm. he only, except for the very first episode, he only competed in one challenge. So, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of dead weight, a little liability. He really is. I know. And not to mention, you can't trust him. He's just slimy. Indeed. But I don't know why... But everyone, everyone on this season, they have such a beautiful smile. And I'm not a person to notice people's smiles, but whenever they smile, I'm like, oh, that is actually a beautiful smile. Your face looked like it went through hell, but it's a beautiful smile. 
No. <laughs> That's so mean, Marcus. How is that mean? They have been right. through hell. This cast really does have good smiles. Biasly, I, I like Mike's the most because he has a gap and I have a gap. So, <laughs> But uh, going back to the Ika tribe, finally, I think oh. our prayers have been answered. Jesus. It's been 84 long years. <laughs> like they I really finally want to know what it. those people did for what we're on like day nine now. Yeah, ten, maybe twelve. Like, what have they been doing all this time? And it's, I think it's Romeo to like bring it up to Drea. It's just like we haven't done this yet. Like we need to, we need to do it, or somebody else is going to do it. Oh yeah, and then she was like, "Yeah, let's go do that." Oh my god, like, oh, and plus they find it. <laughs> Thank oh, god yeah. they find it. But at the same time, what would it have been like if Roxroy found it? Oh my god, he would have had the most, the biggest ego boost. No. Mm-mm. I would stop watching the show. Okay, but I, I feel like if Roxroy found it... You would just it, have to give me, like, the, the spark nerd version so we could do the podcast. I feel like if Roxroy found it, it wouldn't be any difference if Tori found it. Her ego would have kind of been boosted and she would have think oh, she's absolutely. like, oh, you know, like I have more of an advantage when I feel like she's just, my own personal opinion is that if she found it, she would kind of fuck herself up with it. Oh yeah, no. Tori, the only way that she's going to make it far in the game is by listening to others. And following because anytime that she gets the upper hand, she just absolutely ruins it. <laughs> now, since Drea found it and she reads it just like everyone else, she finds out that she loses a vote. And I think she did something very classy since she loses. Oh, yeah, I she, did like that. Yeah, since she loses the vote she said that she would give her extra vote to Romeo. And I was like, you know what? I like that. That is very nice. Yeah, that was so smart and nice. So within the idol, Drea's response has to be something pertaining to potatoes, right? Yeah, it was like talking about staring at a potato, realizing it has skin, and then realizing that she has skin. And then it's like, are we all potatoes? <laughs> who the hell was high when they made this shit who was it because they had to be some I, I know it was you is that, <laughs> is that the reason why you left me like six months ago you just couldn't tell me where you were yep that is sorry bye <laughs> because you have soccer is such a gracious sport and then you have the bunny eating dinner in the mailbox better yet mm-hmm. this they weren't high on weed they were high on acid Mm-hmm. I know they were looking just watching the... Looney Tunes. Oh my God! Yes, <gasps> I want to watch that now. But Drea says she picks up that Marianne has been saying it, but she also notices that the other tribe haven't said anything. So that she's just like, if I say it, I need for the third tribe to say theirs because you're 
she I don't want to lose my vote. <laughs> exactly. She basically said what Marianne says, like, you're holding me hostage. And then it cuts straight, cuts directly to Mike. And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to keep it a secret until we merge. You can also tell that some of his tribe doesn't agree with him on that. Like, I don't think that High agrees with him keeping it a secret. Because every time that Mike talks about it, High's face is just pure and white. (laughs) (laughs) And you know it's true. That's why you're laughing. I truly feel like if it's not for Lydia, High would just be miserable on this team. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I was surrounded by a bunch of imbeciles that really is me i just want you to know <laughs> that would be me <laughs> um so basically they're just saying you know to say it or not to say it and he's like i don't know if it's i don't know if like having this is just having big balls or just like stupidity but mostly stupidity yes basically i mean because once you do finally find out who the other person is, the two people have been held hostage because you've been holding on to her and be pissed. And like, I, I know. I would be so mad. I would be too, especially if you waited until the merge. And like, I feel like if it was Drail who found it first, not Marianne. If Marianne switched places with Drea, Drea would have been really pissed. And I feel once they merge, she kind of would have gone after Mike. Because I just have this oh, yeah. sneaking suspicion. He's actually going to say, yeah, I, I wanted to wait until merge. She's like, bitch, you kept me hostage. <laughs> oh, I would have been furious. I really was waiting. I was like, are we... I was thinking about it. I was like, how does this work if the Eco Tribe never goes and finds the idol? Like, where are the production people being like, aren't you guys going to go search for the idol? And then, and like, like I, no, I was wondering my theory because I was like, if this goes all the way to the merge, they're going to have to put the, everybody on the Eco Beach because exactly. there's an idol there. <laughs> and then, like, it was in the fucking tree. I was just like, really? <laughs> and from like from what I saw, the tree was not far from the beach. And I was just like, wow. No. I know someone was just like, if you don't put it in the tree, they will never find it. And we're going to waste three hours of camera footage. Put it in the damn tree. <laughs> <laughs> and like, not, not even that. Not even that. The, whoever the producer cameraman is just stopped Dre and just like, hey, I need you to act surprised, okay? Because her whole expression was not natural. She was like, oh my God, we found it. She's like, yes, I found it. I'm like, girl, I know you can act a little bit more surprised than that. (laughs) It was the Botox. I don't even think she, I don't know. I see wrinkles on her. I was joking. You're probably right. They probably were like, you guys, hey, you too. We need you to go sit over here by these three trees. Yeah, right there. Uh huh. Just sit there. We're gonna tell you where the idol is, and then we're gonna need you to, um, you know, 
go find it. <laughs> it's been it's been eighty four years. We've been waiting too long. Y'all have been doing nothing but starting fires over and over again. Okay, go ahead and find this damn thing. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> well, now going to the immunity and reward challenge. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I would have to say the background music, like this whole tribal music that they've been giving us, I fucks with mm-hmm. it. I really like it. Um, I don't know what I the mean, fuck. That's, it used to be better in like the old school seasons of music, but. I mean, of course, I don't know what they're saying in it, but upon this, everyone comes. We all see that Swati has left, and as Marianne, always... jaw drop. <laughs> what did you laugh at? Look at... Every time she drops her jaw, it just reminds me of, like, little kids in the Christmas play. It's just like... Santa. (laughs) (laughs) And for everyone who's listening, please go to our Instagram to see the comparison of how she stands. Somebody made it a meme and I I died. Oh my gosh, no. It's with Tiffany Pollard. I have to see it now. (laughs) Is Uh, it on the page? Yeah, you you may have to like slag as this collage of photos. <laughs> but it's so true though. She says exactly like that. I haven't even made it there. Oh, you're just reading everything. Yeah. <laughs> the one that killed me was the one of my your ass better say that phrase. Because <laughs> <sighs> that was me watching it. I was like, oh, God, really? <laughs> I was just so annoyed. I was like, I'm so sorry. Hi. I'm sending you happy thoughts. <laughs> okay (laughs) so (laughs) i just want you to know marcus his his face when he's annoyed that's my customer service face like every day (laughs) i now have to i have to make that a meme now so expect me to to come to your job just to take a picture of you so i can just copy and paste his face onto your body <laughs> so uh while well, all the tribes I, was, are, huh? I just want to say i this challenge was actually really interesting i like that it was it mirrored to me it kind of mirrored the last challenge with the the braid a little bit mm-hmm. well i mean at this point like it's just all wash, rinse, repeat in terms of challenges. Basically. Yeah. But while everyone is there, before they start the challenge, Marianne jumps right into it and talks about that damn rabbit. 
in the mailbox mm-hmm. eating its KFC. <laughs> Why is the KFC my guess? Because the chick, because uh, the damn bunny is tired of having to cook dinner and eat it in the mailbox. Okay, the bunny has said it three times, so the bunny now is just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna order out and just eat it." <laughs> uh, thank God, because Drea came running with the delivery box of KFC and potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> And, and then I literally, oh gosh, just the way they edited it, I was like, you're really not going to say this face, are you? Because I showed him once, just dead face. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, wow. I actually kind of liked you, but now I don't like you. And then he says the phrase, I'm like, oh, okay. All right, you're cool again. Exactly. See, I'm waiting for, <laughs> I'm waiting for either Elon Musk Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberger, however you say his name, to create TV where you can just reach in that bitch and like touch someone. Cause I wanted to slap him. I really did. <laughs> I gotta say this damn phrase. Say your phrase. <laughs> oh God. But in this challenge, in this challenge, um, this is one that Daniel sits out. Shocker. And you know what? I'm so surprised. Oh my God. You know what? He tired himself out fishing. He wasn't fishing, he was floating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Am I allowed to say that? Okay. Whatever. You're not wrong because. He was really sightseeing and he said himself that, you know, yeah, you're on Survivor, but you got to remember to have fun. And I'm like, I can have fun once I have that money. Yeah, exactly. I'm fucking hungry. (laughs) (laughs) But as he sits out this one, the rest of his crew and as well as all the other teams, they have to do it. They have to climb up a net ramp. And when I say that Drea her upper body strength was just like it was on point and i it really absolutely was. love it it shocked jeff because he was just like wow i didn't expect for her to do that just like yeah yeah that's that's what strong feminine lead looks like okay she'll need no mm-hmm. name exactly <laughs> but <laughs> tori is the first to I think Tori's the first to get to the untangling section. And with the untangling section, you have to untangle yet again, another braid, but it's a puzzle that you have to go in, out, all around. You untwist it to let a key fall down. Oh, and to clarify that puzzle, each braid piece was attached to a ball that she had to move around this oddly shaped board to untangle the braid. They unlock the machete and chop the rope and release all of their um sacks of sand to shoot so i do have like one question so i saw Mm -hmm. that there were coconuts in there but i also saw that they had (laughs) some other things wrapped up if they ran out of the little wrapped up pieces of cloth could they have used the coconuts or was that just decoration i don't know because i would have like my ass i would have used damn coconuts because i know one of them by the way we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves 
once they let all these little balls go, they then have to slingshot the balls to hit two targets. And I mean, like, we weren't getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, wait, no, yeah, duh. And I mean, like, body slingshot, like, the this slingshot pouch is probably the size of everyone's abdomen. Oh, yeah, it is absolutely massive. So, that is usually like the standard slingshot on Survivor now. Like, it's been that way for uh, probably a decade. Yeah. Because I think maybe like, season one two three maybe four yes in four two um they had a challenge with a little like a normal slingshot but (coughs) i want to say um maybe by like season seven there was a big slingshot Mm -hmm. so and then you know that's just been the standard but while drea's team is on slingshot mike's team is on slingshot Jonathan's team, they're still at the key because Omar this is was doing so it. Oh, unusual for them. And you could just you could just tell that everybody Jonathan's upset because he's probably never lost anything in his entire life. <laughs> Omar's stressed. He just looks stressed. Luckily, Lindsay helps him. Yeah, Lindsay was just like to the left, to the right. Take it back now, y'all. Mm-hmm. Then but, finally, they got their key. But wait, wait, wait. So when they finally got the key, I busted out laughing when Jonathan was just like, you know the reference from like white chicks when one of the girls had to go to the bathroom? She said, move, bitch. <laughs> Literally. That's what I was thinking when he just like... Snatched that and ran. Oh god, like I was dying laughing. He was like, ooh, bitch. I I'm gonna say didn't Ika finish the challenge before they even got their key? I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Vati had not hit a single target. So then by the time that Taku gets there, they're dead even. All that head start that everybody had because Omar stalled on the puzzle slash unbraiding. It was Wait, a tight race. It, it really was. It a really tight was. Race. It really was. Something I need to check on Mike because uh, watching him fire that slingshot, which is so painful to watch, because just the way he fell to the ground afterwards, I was just like, ow. Uh, that hurts. I'm actually very happy that it didn't go out and then like hit him back in the face oh yeah you gotta save that smile indeed because then that would have been like (laughs) that would have been another person that needed uh medical just like on hand that's normal though like i haven't this is actually probably one of the better seasons in terms of injuries usually there's at least one a season that's kind of why they have, you know, 18 to 20 players because they realize after so many injuries and people getting sick in the early seasons, they kind of upped the players so that if one or two, you know, get yeah. sick or get injured, it's not a big deal. But with Ika, who won first, Taku winning second, hey. yep. 
That leaves uh, Vati going up. This is exactly what I actually wanted to happen, just so in hopes that they would merge 444, just because it'd be more chaotic, more fun to watch. And before that, they all disband. Ika gets a bigger tarp, Taku gets a smaller tarp, and, you know, Vati gets nothing. But Vati does get to send <clears throat> Lydia on another journey. And Lydia takes Rock's way. I mean, right? Yeah, she does. It's uh, I was gonna say it was an odd pairing because I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think High has been yet. Mm-mm. I don't think that you can send two people from the same tribe. It has to be somebody from one of the other two tribes. Yeah, and plus I think Drea was the one who picked it. Oh, she picked them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go on their journey, but while everyone's leaving, <laughs> High talks about just like. Yes, this may be what I wanted because someone is going out tonight. And I was like, oh my God, he's so messy and I love it. Damn, do I love it. (laughs) Yeah, it is funny because, you know, he's really okay with either of them going, but he has, he is just so adamant about one hello. Very adamant. Like, honey, that eyebrow, that left eyebrow will not go down until she leaves. Mm-hmm. But back at the island, Daniel speaks up and just says, I don't know if it's rambling or scrambling, but I like to talk to everyone to, like, get an understanding. And Chanel does the same thing as well. And I think, to me, that's more of a big brother style. But at the same time, it is smart to do that. It's very smart because you're trying to save your ass. Mm-hmm up without coming across as crazy because that's what scrambling it is basically mm-hmm. or even like coming off crazy or too high and mighty because if you think that you don't need to talk to anyone and that you're safe then you are not safe at all exactly but daniel talks to high and chanel talks to mike um daniel saying that chanel completely threw him under the bus or just lied the last time when they voted Jenny out. And I still agree. don't. <laughs> you know, I would say it was, it's a little weird because I rewatched it again, just saying like how, you know, how they betrayed each other. To me, I... My I, only guess is that she didn't tell him that she risked her vote. Yeah. I was going to say she didn't communicate properly. Yeah. And Chanel is talking to Mike and Mike is saying that Daniel just has to go because he's a liability, which is very true. And Chanel's but just like on very the flip side. Oh wait, mm-hmm. no. Go. I was gonna say on the flip side, Chanel is shady. Oh well she is like it's like it's a common it's a common knowledge. She is very shady. But mm-hmm instead of having to carry someone. And personally, on a gameplay, it makes sense because Mike wants to keep Chanel because if they get rid of Chanel, Daniel's still going to, like, you know, option out. You can't. But I totally agree that while I agree with High's census of wanting her to go, in the end, I wouldn't have voted for her because she is the 
bigger physical competitor. Exactly. And yeah. you need that. You can't assume that merch is coming. You, you really can't plan for that. So it's not as predictable as it was, you know, season one through seven, where you knew what day merch was. Exactly. So. But then it cuts to the island that both Lydia and Roxroy are on. Yet again, beautiful scenery. I love it when they go on this hike. I want to go on the hike. It makes me tired just looking at it, but I also want to go on the hike. Yeah, I'll go on the hike. Yeah, I'm going to eat on the hike, but you know. What are you going to eat, Marcus? You're going to eat one of those plants? Hell no. Um, I ain't talking about in the game. I'm talking about on vacation. I'm going to have me a little trail mix snack. Um, maybe another fruit roll up. <laughs> is that your hike? Your hike is to my pantry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> but on this but on this hike Lydia goes into her backstory about you know finding herself all on the island I just I love say it is a very relatable story for most young adults or most any adult really yeah to grow up and not feel comfortable with yourself oh we forgot to do um Ramon's um shit shit Shit, Romeo, damn it. <laughs> I'm going to get his name right one day. We forgot Why? to do Romeo's. Do I <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to write it on a piece of paper and just put it on my laptop. I'm just going to tattoo it on the inside of your eyelids at this point. Okay, so Romeo's backstory that we completely missed. He talked about the strong woman that he worked with, and he also talked about his mother. Oh, this was in relation to him really liking being paired with Drea. Um, yes. Yeah, because, and it was while they were um, looking for the idol, actually. Wow, we really get this. <clears throat> because, you know, right after they found the idol, he was talking about how he found his number one, like he was so excited about it. And exactly. how he he worked in the pageantry industry and worked with strong, independent women. And then I, he said that he thinks it was because he really idolized his mom, who he viewed as a strong, independent woman. When his description said he was working pageant, I thought it was like, you know, little girl pageant. I don't know why my mind went directly to like kid pageant. Well, I think he, that's just because that's what is more more in recently. Yeah. Because Miss America and whatever else there is, Miss Universe, they're not as popular as they used to be. I was going to say, when he said that he worked in pageantry, I just automatically assumed drag pageant. <laughs> that would have made more sense, too. <laughs> so when we learned this I was like oh actually honestly I had forgotten that he worked in pageantry up until this point <laughs> but then once he said that I was like oh wait I remembered that you said that in episode one right 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 
but then I was like, but I just assumed it was like drag pageantry. <laughs> okay, so back on the main subject, Lydia and Rox were on the island and they get to the wheel. They both but they, before before they picked the wheel, they both talk to each other about their tribe, like kind of fishing each other for information. And neither of them really gave up any information. Yeah, not at all. Because they both said stuff actually, they were being crabby. Yeah. They both could I was actually kind of proud to be Roxroy able to pick up that Lydia wasn't being very open. Uh, because I just figured he wouldn't pick that up. Um, and I was actually surprised to see her not spill the beans. They really thought that she was going to be one of those players that just like gave something away that they shouldn't have. <laughs> and I was going to be like, oh, Lydia, we were all rooting for you. But do you think it was smart to for her to say that she was on the chopping block the last time? Um... Well, see, like, maybe in the beginning season when past votes counted, this doesn't have that anymore. So, no, I don't think it matters. Not enough, I don't think. Okay. Well, when they finished their talking, they separated, like always, and they arrive at the little steering wheel. For Roxroy, I think he was just doing it because he knows that if he doesn't, he's going to lose or risk his vote. And he, I don't know, my personal grasp of it was that he just, he wanted any advantage he can get. On the other hand, Lydia, she was saying that this is a very important tribal that's coming up, so she can't risk it at all. Mm-hmm. I was actually, I kind of also felt like Roxway. Um, chose to protect his vote because, um, you know, he didn't want to run the risk of, like, ruining it if Lydia chose to risk her vote to gain an advantage since she was on the bottom. Yeah. He mentioned Bo. Like, he didn't really want to risk his own vote, but the, but that he wanted all of, all of the, um, you know, advantages. Yeah, and then sense. after that, that he said, but also Lydia might do it, and then we would lose our vote. They both protect their vote, and I think that's good on them. But, mm-hmm. of course, it doesn't show Rockshore going back to his island, because, you know, at this moment, he's not important. He's not going to tribal. <laughs> but it goes to Lydia coming back, and... She it's just like a smorgasbord of people coming to her, talking to her. Because on this tribe, while they're hiking the whole time, um, you know, everybody is just telling Daniel and Chanel that they're safe, that the other one is going. It's just so funny. And I don't know that either of them realizes it because neither of them are going to be very open with each other. Exactly. I wish that she would have hinted to just... I wish that she either just said, you know, let me talk to everyone one by one or just said something better. But she was just like, yeah, I'm going to just go to the beach and wash off my feet. And I'm like, really? That's all you can come up with? Mm-hmm. Yep. But she does talk to everyone. I was really confused because I was like, you just got out of the water. 
Exactly. <laughs> that was the reason I was so annoyed by that. I'm like, really, girl, you went with that one? <laughs> and oh. you live in sand. Why are you washing your feet? I just, you know what? I know what I'm going to name this episode. <laughs> Risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. When Rox Roy said that, I fucking lost it. I was like, that's such a dad thing to say. Oh no. The episode needs to be, I'm going down to the beach to wash my feet. <laughs> Does anybody else want to talk? <laughs> oh my god. So she talks to everyone. Uh Chanel's Chanel's was to me was smooth, just saying, you know, hey, you know, we gotta get Daniel out. 100 percent check. Daniel, on the other hand, was like, I know I voted you out that last time. Um it's not because, you know, I don't like you, but it's because wait what did he say he said he gave a reason why he voted that way i don't remember oh because he i think he blamed it on jenny or mike or chanel or chanel yeah one of them one of them but his reasoning it just it threw me off and i loved it but then hi <laughs> i was just like okay i only have five minutes girl so we're gonna go through this quick we're getting chanel out and the whole time, Lydia's just like, uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. We run this shit. Yeah, that's right. We are the boss in this bitch. So from, from right there, I just, I knew that something wasn't right because I've seen her, like, go all in on something. I've seen that. And this time, I was like, ooh, something's a little bit different. So let's see how that's going to play out. Yeah, but Trouble was very interesting. It was. Um, I would say this time, and for anyone who's listening, I'm so sorry. Not really, but the questions, it lost me, so I don't remember them. I wrote them down. I just don't remember what the goal or the topic was. I remember yeah, writing down I, that. The only thing that I remember from Tribal, honestly, because like she said, uh, it wasn't that interesting, um, was Jeff called Chanel out for her short answer because he was like, what, you just don't want to answer the question? Because this was, uh, th- that was something that High pointed out that she's so guarded with anything that she gives other people when she's playing. It's going to cost her eventually. It, it really is. Also, Daniel is another Marianne. He talks just to talk. Yeah, that's true. He did make some good points. Was just saying, you know, I'm not the best survivor player. But um, that one time when, Chanel gave an answer and Jeff was just like oh well you know Chanel kind of just called you out and playing the game because he was saying that Mike wants to be friends until like you know the day everyone dies and Chanel was just like yeah of course he's gonna say that his ass is on the chopping block yep 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 and I just thought it was funny because Daniel could not be handled being called out he should have just owned up to it and been like yeah you're right you know what, Betty? I want Tori to do a masterclass on <laughs> confronting people when they try to call you out. And everything that happened with their tribal, when people try to shade Tori, 
Tori would be like, oh, oh you're yeah. talking about me. Great. <laughs> so I'm saying that Tori needs to give a master class on saying to confront the confronter with your chest and Daniel's going to be her star pupil. Ah! <laughs> yeah. For failure. Also, I, I thought it was shady and at the same time cute, but I was just like, yeah, Mike is 117 years old. Of course he's going to live long. <laughs> It was just funny. They were just all being funny. I think that's the reason why I just didn't retain a lot because it was funny, shady, and like my emotions were just like, ooh, haha, oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, but they get to the voting, and um, I say the revenge of Jenny comes back because. The revenge of Jenny. <laughs> because it's another tie. It sure is. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, because, okay, guys, Marcus was, was here watching the, this part of it with me because I didn't watch it yesterday. He wouldn't tell me what it was. So I was just like, what the hell happened? Like, you're just unaware. I was like, where did this mic vote come from? So my theory was that he said his phrase wrong because. I don't remember what his phrase was because it's been so long since I you know, <laughs> heard him say it the first time. And I was like, was that correct? <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe the punishment if he says it wrong is he has to self-vote. That would suck. <laughs> that really would suck. Like, I like that theory. I really do like that theory. They should have made that into the instructions they really for the idol. They should, actually. That would be hilarious if you. Oh, yes. But so. Leave, <laughs> leave the phrase somewhere that they can't move it. So they have to go to it to read it every time. So they don't just have it on hand all Jeff, the time. Jeff, honey, if you're listening, uh, take notes, okay? <laughs> uh, so they redraw. And this time, it shows that Daniel was the one to be voted out. Rest in peace. And he took it like every Survivor fan does. It's just like, I'm going to savor this moment. It sucks, but damn, have I always wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. Now, <laughs> going back to the tribe, Mike is just like, somebody voted for me. And lo and behold, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. We he should... didn't say it to the tribe. He only said it to Chanel. Exactly. We should. I really wish that this was like a video podcast because we could totally do a segment of like, who voted for Mike? Just like, who's that Pokemon? But it was Chanel. And I, I was gagged. And honestly, it was very smart. I loved it for her. Yeah. I will give her credit. She is a very smart player. I just, she needs to open up a little more. She can't be that guarded or it's going to cost her. Exactly. This is what someone said on Twitter. Excuse me if it's going to be a little bit long, but <clears throat> so Chanel voted for Mike on Survivor and as confusing as it may seem, I respect it and understand why she did it. The vote is on Daniel. Oh, shit, go away. But if he plays his shot in the dark correctly, 
the votes against them get nullified, then either all the votes get voided and there's a revote, or if someone splits a vote onto Chanel, as Mike did, she goes. Either way, she would have gotten booted. But by putting a vote onto Mike, which is the same that happened with the person Devin in season 35, the situation changes. If Daniel's shot in the dark succeeds and everyone else votes against him, then her Mike vote is the one that carries through. If there was one vote thrown her way, then there's a tie. And at least she has the opportunity to try to convince Hi and Lydia to vote Mike out over her, which does make sense. Why did she choose to vote for Mike? Who could have played his idol to negate that vote? Shrugs. But I appreciate her ability to be able to plan against the split where she knew she would be the secondary target. And if that did not make sense, go to Twitter at a Mike Bloom type, and he has it all there. It did make sense. Props to her. She is a smart player. I actually do like her. I was actually a little disappointed when High picked up on the fact that she was so guarded because I was like, ah, damn. Exactly. Because I do like her, but I also wouldn't understand why he would want her to go. Well, next episode is going to be two hours long. Episode of Survivor, not of this podcast because I don't have time to edit that much. Let's be clear on that. I don't have the attention span for that. But in the future, we are hoping to have guests, and we're honestly hoping for a day we merge. Potentially, yeah, we are potentially having one next episode. Please stick around and merge pending. Yes, merge pending. So please stick around, and thank you all for listening. Our numbers are growing, and I'm so excited, and I love all the interaction that we get on Instagram. Hoping at some time we can expand out and see you next week bye